The Swain Event Podcast is driven by Beatty Chevrolet. For your new and pre-owned vehicle shopping needs, visit BeattyChevrolet.com. Deep down the middle's got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! It's time for the Swain Event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Get into his house and a red flag. How you can talk to us. Just call in. I'll patch you through. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from. We appreciate that. You can always use the free Swain Event app. There's a cool function on there that will allow you to send in questions, comments. It is the Beatty Chevrolet text box. BeattyChevrolet.com. The great Ben McKee. What's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Dude, I am. I'm wonderful, man. I am wonderful. What an opportunity we have today. Do something great. Add some value in other people's lives. Add some value in, in our own lives, man. What an opportunity we have today. So I'm good, man. I'm fired up. You should be. You should be fired up. We get to get back in Neyland Stadium I know, right? on Saturday afternoon. And you know my saying, we only get a couple a year, a couple of chances a year, six or seven. Uh, I guess it's seven times this year that we get to be inside of, of Neyland Stadium, one of the best cathedrals in college football, if not the best. So uh, hard not to be fired up about that. I'm fired up for some NFL football. I'm really excited for tonight's game between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I think that should be a pretty good game and uh, one that Tennessee fans should have somewhat of an interest in. The Detroit Vols, I, I know it pains you to hear that, but uh, yes, Hendon Hooker's not playing. Emmanuel Mosley was ruled out yesterday, former Tennessee corner. But hey, Cam Sutton's going to be making his Detroit debut and uh, Jalen Reeves-Maben named a Detroit Lions team captain this week, so he'll be playing as well. And, heck, they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, the de- the defending champs, and, and Patrick Mahomes. So that, that'll be a nice lead-in to the weekend. There's a ton of sneaky good SEC games on, on Saturday that I'm fired up about yep. to, to learn some more about uh, these other SEC teams around the league. And, and then Sunday, of course, a, a full slate of NFL games. So I'm I'm absolutely juiced. On this Thursday morning, Swain. Yeah, we get NFL football tonight. We get week one of NFL football this weekend. We get Tennessee at home. They'll be rocking their new alternate uniforms. Those uniforms have been a a topic of discussion. 
Um, some people like them. Some people don't. Um, hey, it is what it is. It's the only week they're going to wear them. You have to wear the Nike gray series. And um, in doing that, you're going to honor Condors Holloway. Uh, 51 years since you know he made his start. And um, I know what the original Artful Dodger uniforms looked like. They were white with the orange shoulder pads. We understand that. We wore them in 2004. Uh, but this is what we got. And um, I can't wait to see how they look in person. They look really, really good in the photos. Joe Milton modeled. But um, that's going on this weekend. Alabama plays Texas. I don't care if that's the biggest game of the year. Now, I won't be able to watch anyways because I'll be working during the game. But if I was not working, I wouldn't be turning away from you know, Tennessee. If I was at the game, I wouldn't be focused on Tennessee, or focused on Texas, Alabama, if I'm at the Tennessee game. But um, that's the biggest game of the weekend, Texas and Alabama. Um, but Tennessee against Austin P. This weekend, and it's an opportunity, Ben, for this team to clean up some mistakes from last season. And I understand the competition. I totally get it. But there were some mistakes made last weekend that happened not because of the competition. There were mental mistakes, mental errors that were made. And you can clean those up, whether it's versus Austin P whether it's versus Auburn, whether it's versus Arizona. We can't have kickoffs go out of bounds. We can't shank punts. We can't drop balls. We can't miss assignments. This is a week to clean some of those things up, even though you're playing an inferior opponent. This is a time to clean those things up. Biggest improvement comes from week one to week two, We've said it over and over and over. You've heard it from other coaches over and over and over. And it's true. Um, speaking of NFL, Ben, Josh Dobbs is officially starting for the Arizona Cardinals. This is not his first start. He started for the Tennessee Titans last year, late in the season. Did a pretty good job considering not having playmakers around him. and just, Wait a minute. Huh? You're, wait a minute. You're telling me a, a former Vol started for the Titans? That's weird. I, I thought the Titans just spit in the face of, of all fans everywhere, constantly, all no. the time, 24-7, 365. No, a former Vol didn't start for the Titans. A former Vol quarterback started for yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Titans. <laughs> I'm always on it, Ben. A uh, former yeah, ball yeah, yeah. quarterback started for the Titans. That was Josh Dobbs. The same Josh Dobbs that in 2014, in 2015, in 2016, people questioned whether or not he would be an NFL quarterback. And not only has he been an NFL quarterback for seven years, he has started for two different teams during that time. That's what I'm here for. Well, not only did people question if he was an NFL quarterback, people questioned if he was an SEC quarterback. There were people that thought that Josh shouldn't be in the in the games that that he was playing at, at Tennessee, yeah. especially maybe not, especially early on, and maybe not towards the tail end of his career. People were thinking that, 
but kind of going into that 15 season and, and maybe a little bit of the 16 season, I mean, he was even being questioned about being Tennessee's quarterback. Forget just the NFL, being Tennessee's quarterback. Yeah, so kudos to, to Josh Jobs. Everyone understands what the Cardinals are trying to do. They're tanking. They want Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams' father came out recently and said, hey, man, my son, he may return to USC instead of going to a franchise that is poorly ran, poorly set up. I will believe it when I see it, but we know what's going on. But the fact remains that Josh Dobbs has been in the NFL for seven years. He has been one of 64. Like, if you want to say, oh, well, you're just a backup, which, hell, uh, being a backup in the NFL is outstanding. 64 quarterbacks in the entire world, you're one of them. So he's been a backup, and now he's getting his second opportunity to be a starter. And they traded away Isaiah Simmons. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins. They got rid of a lot of help. Yeah, they're not giving Dobbs much of much help to win football games, but they could have picked somebody else. They could have traded for someone else, and they didn't. They traded for Josh Dobbs because of the relationship that he has with their current offensive coordinator, who was a quarterback coach at Cleveland. And so that quarterback coach at Cleveland, who's now the offensive coordinator at the Cardinals, he trusts Dobbs. He trusts him. That's why he's brought in. That's why he was traded to be the starter. And, hey, they'll lose most of their games, but he's still the starting quarterback. And he's still been in the NFL for seven years where people didn't think he was good enough to be at Tennessee, let alone in the NFL. So kudos to Josh Dobbs. Walk your walk, Dobbs. Talk your talk, Dobbs. We proud of you. Absolutely. I'm excited to to watch him play this weekend. I, I really am. Now there is the the little thought in the back of my head of, man, I, I hate that this is the opportunity that he is getting because of the the dysfunction that surrounds the Arizona Cardinals at the moment. But hey, an opportunity is better than no opportunities, and he's worked a very very long time for this opportunity, and, and I hope he is able to 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 make the most of it. I, I fear that his surroundings and all that dysfunction is going to impact him more than then he's capable of of ignoring just just hard not to be impacted by all the dysfunction around you uh and, and lack of of talent and bodies around you they, i guess they do have a couple of nice weapons there in Arizona Hollywood Brown Zach Ertz James Conner uh Hollywood um, Brown's not that good anymore no uh, no he's not but he's it could be worse yeah. for for a team that's tanking it, it could be worse this, this ain't the first uh, time Dallas had to deal with drama and that's very true. Yeah, as a starting quarterback, he did it at Tennessee. Yeah. So that, that's uh, a that, that's a really good point. So hopefully he can make the most of it. And uh, again, seven years in, collecting a check, he, he's he's far surpassed uh, the point of uh, years required to receive a penchant for the rest of his life, yeah. which is a, a huge, huge achievement three as games well. In three years, three three years and three games. Yep, and, and he has far surpassed that. Yep. So. Uh, well, I don't know. If if you're not active for games, do, does that count towards the pension? Like, do you have to be active in games for three years and three games in I'm, order to receive the pension? I'm pretty sure he's good. I mean, he's 
I'm pretty sure he's good. Now, the average, excuse me, the average NFL uh, career is three years, three games. He's been in the league for seven years. I'm pretty sure he is vested. I would sure. think so. So very yeah, excited I'm, for I'm him. Pretty sure. It was cool to see him in Nashville over the weekend. Always a great ambassador for for Tennessee. Uh, so so best of luck for him, and excited to to see him rock the number nine there in Arizona. Yeah, no. Let's let's go, Dobbs. All right, let's get to the phones this morning. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Good morning. Good morning. What is going on? Hey, brother. How What's you up, doing, man? How you doing, Ben? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, I was just wondering as you guys was talking there. I wonder how many uh, Vol fans would be tuning in if Josh Dobbs was was making his debut as a Titan, or if uh, a quarterback that had played for uh, the Vols. Uh, you know, I I looked even back at at Peyton Manning. I wondered why that they didn't make an effort when they was coming. There was the uh, Oilers coming Titans. I don't know all that about that, but I just thought, you know, I believe if I've been trying to come in the state and establish a pro team, uh, and I was Oilers, I would be looking how I could get Peyton Manning on board to be my starting quarterback, and then I also see what we went through this past year. I really feel like that that uh, Hendon needed an opportunity. Uh, really have an opportunity with another team. But anyhow, I'm just curious uh, because I wonder how many Vol fans would be tight, would be looking at the Titans if this start was with the Titans tonight. Just, just thought. I'll get out, guys. Uh, hey, love, you, man. guys. Thanks. love you guys. Talk to you later. Thank Bye-bye. you. I mean, people, more people pay attention to the Titans, who are Tennessee fans that may not have been Titans fans, who are not Titans fans, they pay attention to Dobbs and the Titans late last season when Dobbs was in there and he was a starter. Um, I don't subscribe to the theory that 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 the Titans need to draft players from Tennessee to ingratiate themselves to Tennessee fans. They just need to win. They got to worry about winning. And if you want to be a Titans fan, cool. And if you don't, cool. But their job is to win and, and to put a product on the football field. I know that Mike Vabral has been to Knoxville so many times involved in the coaching clinic. I mean, they they have been connected in some ways. But, listen, they drafted Will Levis over Hendon because they think Will Levis has a higher ceiling and will be a better NFL quarterback. Cool. And they they could be wrong. I think Hendon's going to be awesome, but Hendon's not playing right now. Will Levis is, so we'll see. The Titans did draft Justin Hunter in the second round. As much as I love Mr. Justin Hunter when he was a a Vol here as a receiver, Titans has had they haven't had much luck with receivers, including Justin Hunter. And so uh, we've seen Justin Mahalona be drafted by the Titans. He was drafted in the later rounds. Um, you know that didn't that didn't work out. Rest in peace for Justin Mahalona. Uh, but before he passed away, I mean, he didn't didn't play um, as as well as he could have. So, well, like they, the Titans they, have drafted players from from Tennessee. They also drafted this this big defensive tackle named Albert Hainsworth in the first round one year as well. I was, hey, dude, I'm glad you was about to go there. 
because <laughs> that's the big one right there. Um, you can't go just grab Hayden if you <laughs> Titans. Hayden's what a different team. You can't just gra- grab a player. You had to give up the farm to get that player. So I just that that talk has been kind of going around. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not on board with that, man. No, I think, NFL I think, teams should not make decisions based off the college players within their state. I mean, that, that's just just not how you operate uh, a business. Do I think that Hendon Hooker is better than Will Levis? Absolutely. I 1,000% do. But that doesn't mean that the Titans should draft Hendon Hooker over Will Levis because Hendon is from Tennessee and Will Levis is from Kentucky. They should draft who they think is the better quarterback, and apparently they think the better quarterback is is Will Levis. I disagree with that, and and we'll see if they're right or, or wrong. The early returns aren't aren't the greatest, but it is still still early, so we will see what happens. But a college team should never draft based off of the college players within its state. That that's just not how you how you should operate a business. If if you want to gain fans, go win football games. That that's the easiest way to gain fans. Simple as that. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. All right, when we come back, going to the text box, we have a key injury to discuss. It's no secret. That is starting linebacker Kenan Peely, uh, who will be out for a significant amount of time, who steps in. What does Tennessee need to do? Got some good questions on the text box. Uh, how, how big a deal is, is this injury? We will discuss on the other side. You are listening to the Swain event. Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Stick around. Be right back. Hey, Knoxville, we all know the importance of mental health. Most people don't have regular mental health care. They often wait. Let's change that. Isn't it time we all consider our mental health as important as our physical health? If you are ready, Mind Body Wellness in Knoxville can help you design a plan for your mental wellness. We are accessible, affordable, and available. You are worth it. Visit MindBodyKnoxville.com to schedule a mental wellness assessment today. When you are craving some quality barbecue, there's only one place to go, Dead End Barbecue. Dead End Barbecue has been featured on ESPN's Taste of the Town, the first barbecue restaurant on the SEC Network, CBS Sports, Headline News Tailgate Show, Amazon Prime's The Restaurant Comeback, Food Paradise, and named one of the top 100 barbecue restaurants in America. The search is over. Dead End Barbecue is located on 3621 Sutherland Avenue right here in Knoxville. You can even have it delivered right to your door through Chow Now. Visit their website at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Hey, Vol Nation. This is Charlie Pratt, financial representative with Modern Woodman and MWA Financial Services. Modern Woodman has been touching lives and securing futures for 140 years. Being born and raised here in East Tennessee, I'm honored to help East Tennesseans in all phases of life with retirement planning, investments, and life insurance. A big win on Saturday starts with preparation early in the week. 
A secure financial future starts with planning today. Contact my office today at 865-919-6468 to review your financial plan and make sure you are on track for success. As always, go Vols. Registered representative and investment advisor, representative offering securities and advisory services through NWA Financial Services, Inc., a wholly owned subsidiary of Modern Woodman of America, member of INCRA, SIPC. Good morning, Swain Event family. Take a deep breath in and release. We're all back together in the AM and life is good. If you have real estate needs, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Oh, man. It's going to be rocking on Southern Avenue this weekend at Dead End. So if you're coming in town on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, get on over there to Dead End Barbecue Saturday. Great opportunity uh, for lunch to get to Dead End Barbecue before the game or even after the game. 865-255-03. Starting linebacker, Keenan Pilly out with a upper body injury. He's going to have a procedure. Uh, finished the game on Saturday. Didn't really know what was going on until they kind of found out uh, after the game that something was not normal. Um, ben, he caught wind of this early, early in the week. Um, that he might have gotten hurt and, and may be out. I said this yesterday on Josh and Swain. When you get some money, that's when you got to get your car replaced. Tires got to be replaced. Battery goes out. But when your money is low, it feels like sometimes nothing happens. But as soon as you get that paycheck, oh, need to get some new tires, need to do a major repair in the house, and it feels like that Tennessee, it, the moment you got the depth at the linebacker group or the linebacker position, depth and talent, first game, now you have a significant injury where your starting linebacker is going to miss significant time. But the good side of it is, Ben, you got – guys that played last year you have more depth you have more talent you have bodies it stinks but it's an opportunity for other guys to step up it is uh first and foremost i, I just feel really bad for keenan peely uh last season of college football and, and now has to miss uh, a good chunk uh, of time i'll be curious to see how much time he ends up missing i heard around eight weeks uh josh heupel said more hoping to get him back around middle of the season, uh, which I don't think that would equate to eight weeks. So I imagine it'll, it'll be end of October time frame uh, before he is able to to return. So I, I feel bad for Keenan. Uh, just again, it being his last season of college football, uh, going to have to miss a, a, a big chunk. 
Uh, thankfully, it's not season ending, and, and this isn't how his college football career is going to end. Uh, but still, he, he's somebody that you know was was chomping at the bits to get inside Neyland Stadium and, and participate in, in all the game day festivities on, on Rocky Top. Uh, he, he said back during media days that that was part of the reason he came to Tennessee. So uh, just just feel bad for him that, that this is some adversity that, that he's going to have to deal with. I, I always feel bad for college athletes uh, who – their their final year of eligibility is hampered by injury uh, just because you, you want to go out on, on the best note possible. But, hey, uh, if he's able to get back and, and fully health, healthy by November, then then maybe he's able to help this team make a, a late-season championship push. Uh, so all is not said and done just yet. Uh, Elijah Herring's going to have to step up. I thought he looked pretty good on Saturday against Virginia. Uh, and I, I do agree with you. I, I think you have some some talent and some depth at that linebacker position, but it's still it's still quite a bit youthful mm-hmm. behind Aaron Beasley and behind Keenan Peely. So that's my biggest worry. I'm I'm a huge fan of Elijah Herring, Arion Carter. I think Caleb Perry is somebody that people forget about and they shouldn't forget about. Uh Jeremiah T. Lander, he he's gonna end up being a really good football player for Tennessee. Uh but those are two true freshmen, uh, a sophomore that didn't play a ton last season, and then a sophomore in Elijah Herring who played a little more than the other sophomore, Caleb Perry, last season as as true freshman. So the, the youthfulness at that position makes me a little worrisome having to deal with this injury, but there's no doubting that the talent. And I, I'm I'm excited to see how Elijah Herring steps up and, and, and handles this because he is going to be the guy that I think steps in Next to Aaron Beasley, he he seemed to be backing up Keenan Peely, whereas Arian Carter's been backing up Aaron Beasley. Um, but no doubt that those guys are, are going to get new opportunities, and, and I'm excited to see how the young talent takes advantage of the opportunities. Sometimes it takes an injury for you to have opportunity and go out there and maximize that opportunity. We've seen in, in recent months, years here at Tennessee, where uh, – uh, player goes down uh, and it benefits somebody else it's unfortunate but that's just how it is it's next man up and it's an opportunity for someone else joe milton got hurt in 2021 versus pitt hinden comes in and the rest is history does hinden get that opportunity if joe doesn't go down i don't know maybe but it wouldn't have been at that very moment what about tillman going down i mean that gave opportunity for Jalen Hyatt to shine. And Jalen Hyatt would have had a good year, but it was different. It was just different without without Tillman. So, man, it's an opportunity for some of the young players. Uh, there's no substitute for experience. But I didn't expect Herring to play like he played last year as a true freshman. He exceeded my expectations. He was ahead of schedule last year playing – as a freshman on defense in big games and crucial moments. I I kind of pegged him as a special teams guy last year, but he was more than that. And so it's his opportunity. And Carter and T Lander, and I think it puts more pressure on, on Aaron Beasley to make his plays on Saturday and get his butt out. Like he should be the first person that you get out when you start substituting guys because you have a nice comfortable lead or even before you have a nice comfortable lead, you're rotating him in 
or him out more frequently because you can't risk Aaron Beasley getting hurt. But at the same time, you got to play to get better. Aaron I Beasley, almost pulled him midway through the second quarter. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking halftime. I, 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 a part of me like wants Aaron Beasley to be able to play because playing college football is a, a big blessing. It's his final year. You want him to be able to take advantage of all the hard work he put in over the offseason and, and be rewarded for that hard work by being able to play on Saturday and, and not taking away his ability to play. But, I mean, Tennessee needs him against Florida, against Carolina, those three tough games in the month of October. I, I'm pulling him earlier than, than normal. You cannot afford for Aaron Beasley to get hurt. You pull him in the first half? Yeah, I, I would. Oh, and I'm also expecting Tennessee to be up <laughs> like 35, 42 nothing early second quarter. And at yeah. that point, like, why does Aaron Beasley need to play? Yeah, I think the moment he's up by Tennessee is up by 35 plus points. Like it's yeah, I, I feel you. Uh you just you just don't see a player get pulled that early in games. Cause you I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that, you know, guys put in the work to be able to play. I mean, there's only 12 guaranteed opportunities. And you put all this work in during the winter, during the spring, during the summer for this opportunity. And and let me count the fall, too, with um, with fall camp. That's a lot of practicing with without Pat. That's a lot of conditioning. And you do it for the cherry on top, which is Saturdays. Saturday, that's the that's the prize. That's the, that's the dessert at the end of of the meal like and you're just gonna sit me down because you're afraid that, that i'm gonna get hurt in the first half like oof, i get i get both sides i i, I really do but uh, they have to be really careful with him well, let me go to the text box this morning uh baby chevrolet text box uh lc vol wants to know if there's been any construction started yet at Lindsay nelson uh, I'm going to say no because that's going to happen uh, a little bit later. But Ben, has there been? Yes, there has, there been? has okay. been. There, there was a shovel in the ground on Friday. Tony okay. Vitello actually joined the sports animal on Thursday, I believe, with John and Vince in the morning. John Wilkerson, Vince Farrar, uh, and he was asked about the construction, and and he said that there is going to be a shovel in the ground on Friday. So I believe that took place obviously in football mode right now, uh, but they're working on that left field corner and extending those seats down. So this past Friday, we saw shovel in the ground. That was the the plan. Okay. Um, Chip Payne says Keenan played 29 snaps injured. That's crazy. Yep. He did. He did. He did not. He did not know. I shared this yesterday on, on on the broadcast. My junior year, I played in 05. Hurt. Did not did not know. Did not feel it until the next morning. And then when I went in to be evaluated, nothing showed up on the MRI. So we got a X-ray, and then it showed up on the X-ray. But had no clue. Did not feel it during the game. Finished the game. Did not feel it until I woke up the next morning and tried to walk up the steps. I wonder if Keenan Peely can get a wavered return for his, for, for his seventh year. 
<laughs> I'm sure that he could, but also if he's going to be, I mean, Josh Heupel said on, it was either the SEC teleconference yesterday or on vol calls that they anticipate him being back by uh, middle of the season. Yeah, if he's uh, back He then. said on the, the teleconference he'll miss a couple of weeks here. Uh, I don't believe it's season ending. We'll see how he continues to heal up here in the coming days and weeks. So I, I don't know if that was the the super optimistic spin zone on the injury, uh, but it, it sounds like he could be back by the beginning of, of November. And if Tennessee is truly making a championship push, I think you'd rather have him play the, the tail end of the season. And I wonder if I'm sure Keenan would, would want to help as, as well if Tennessee's in position to, to go pursue a, a championship. Yeah, he registered in 2016 uh, before serving a full-time mission. And then he was a registered freshman in 2019. 2020, he was a registered sophomore. 21, registered junior. 22, registered senior. And then this year, he's a fifth-year registered senior. Yeah, this year's his COVID year, I yeah, believe. Year, so yep. this is his COVID year, and, and you mentioned that red shirt year back in 16. That should just be a normal red shirt year. So I would assume that he does have a medical red shirt in hand if they wanted to pursue one. Yeah, if he doesn't play anymore this season, which, hey, man, we, if you're going to beat Georgia November the 18th, you need you need Keenan Peely. <laughs> you better believe it. But also, by the time November eighteenth rolls around, we're probably looking at Elijah Herring, Arian Carter, maybe a Caleb Perry and, and Jeremiah T. Lander through different lenses because that's what nine games, nine more games under their belt by the time Georgia comes to town. At that point, Arian Carter is no longer a freshman. Elijah Herring is no longer a sophomore. He's practically an upperclassman at, at that point. Maybe those guys have, have come on so strong to the point to where Keenan Peely is is more of a want than a need, if that makes sense. Uh, still need him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they could make it – their development could make it less of a – Could. He's yeah. got to be back. No, he could. We, we don't know. We don't know. But it's hard for me to believe that – you're going to be just fine without your starting quarterback, excuse me, start, start linebacker, quarterback of the defense. Um, and you're going to roll with a bunch of young players versus a team like Georgia that has so many players that are talented. I think, I think it's a hands on deck type of situation, but that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. You don't know, man. You don't know. We'll, we'll know when we get there. All right. We'll get back to the text box. Um, some good questions here. From Raleigh Vol, we want, want to make sure that we hit that. Um, Clay, we will get to that as well. A65 255 Oh man. College football. Bringing out some interesting takes around the country from folks. I wouldn't have it any other way. We are in the thick of college football. You listen to the Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. You're listening to the Swain event. And you know this, man. Here in Knoxville, we love it when a squirrel's in the checkerboards. 
But when there's a squirrel in our attic, that's all sides. When that happens, call Alpha Wildlife. They're Knoxville's veteran-owned and operated wildlife removal company. When unwanted critters put their feet up on your coffee table, call 865-224-6555. Let the Tennessee fans at Alpha Wildlife evict those unwanted tenants and set your home up with a winning defense to keep that wildlife where it belongs. That's Alpha Wildlife at 865-224-6555. They have locations in Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, and in parts of South Carolina. Check them out online at alphawildlife.com. What's up, fellas? It's Swain. When it comes to health, there are numbers every man needs to know, including your testosterone number. I recommend going to Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can cause lack of motivation and drive. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's Healthcare. Dead End Barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event. Go to deadendbbq.com to learn more or call 865-414-9417. Dead End Barbecue, the catering search is over. Hey there, Swain Event crew. Just like fall sports, the Knoxville area real estate market is strong and growing stronger. We're in everything region. When you get the big orange itch to buy, sell, or invest, call me, Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty at 865 865- Two five seven seven eight nine seven, or email me at Jennifer Morris eight six five at gmail dot com. Go Vols! Looking for a different way to enjoy the show? Yes. Then check out Swain Event TV on YouTube. All right, welcome back. Swain Event Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Let's hit up the Beatty Chevrolet text box, BeattyChevrolet.com. Inventory marked down. Best price on the windshield, Beatty Chevrolet. 9615 Parkside Drive, right here in beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee. Ben McKee, Go Balls 247. I'm Jason Swain. I'm live here in the Low T Center studio. Raleigh Vaughn says, hey, y'all don't sleep on my wolf pack. Take it on Notre Dame in my backyard. Hartman is 0-2 in Raleigh. Wolf pack? Your wolf pack? You got, you got two teams, Raleigh Vaughn? Wolf pack and the Vols? Well, he that's, does live in Raleigh. That's that's, that's C-Max status right there, ain't it? Maybe he went to school there. Maybe. Maybe. Cooper, don't expect him. He's not playing. Hopefully, he is ready to go for the Florida game next week. Uh, Volstorm says, Butch calling out the fans again. Yeah, I tell you, man, I don't go searching for Butch Jones clips. and But, dude, this, it was all over the timeline. And uh, I saw him about to cry on the sideline versus Oklahoma, getting beat down 73 to 0. I saw a press conference where he's alluding to different fan bases outside of his own with criticism, saying that they must be paying attention. They They must have a vested interest. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, they do. Um, because of how you treated people when you was here. And how you took your time to get a job to suck Tennessee dry of money. How you came here as a member of the Alabama staff, posed with your cigar after the team won. Folks remember that. And that's why folks still hot at you about it. And they have their right to be. Um, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. I did see that, Volstorm. Uh, Riley Vall asked about Alvin Kamara being at the game. Not only was he at the game, man, he was in the huddle on the sideline. I mean, Dylan Sampson's favorite player is Alvin Kamara. Dylan Sampson's from Louisiana. And you have Alvin Kamara, who's been one of the best backs in the league ever since he got to the Saints. And the fact that Dylan Sampson scored four touchdowns and during the game you had Alvin Kamara, like, right there with the running backs all game long was really, really, really cool. So, yeah, I got a chance to bump into Alvin uh, Friday evening at the team hotel. And um, he went to the game on Saturday and was right there on the sideline. So, yeah, he was there. Uh, Rashad Moore was there, former defensive tackle uh, there in the mid-2000s, excuse me, early 2000s from Huntsville, Alabama. And then Dante Stallworth was there. You mentioned Josh Jobs. Um, that's that's all I saw there on, on the sideline. Alvin was in the locker room. Did you see the clip going around of, of him in the locker room? No, I did not. I did not see that clip. He he was not laughing in the corner with Jalen Reeves Maven this time, but he, he was laughing at John Campbell. I guess it was on one of the SEC inside shows, mm-hmm. and it, it looked like it was pregame. I have not watched the the episode yet, but I saw the clip on Twitter of Alvin and John Campbell. He was kind of walking past the offensive line. Alvin was, and they all had their their headphones on and and were bobbing their heads, getting ready for for the game. And and John Campbell was kind of talking to himself. And, and Alvin goes, "Man, he's ready to kill something." And and sure enough, John Campbell did did go out there and, and kill something. But it was it was a pretty cool moment uh, that that SEC inside was able to shoot Alvin laughing at John Campbell and, and saying that he's ready to go kill something. Yeah, Campbell's on a mission, man. He's on a mission. It's impossible not to root for him. I told y'all back in fall camp in, in early August when he first met with the media, just go watch that and tell me that he's not the most likable person of all time. And then go watch his media availability on Tuesday and tell me he's not the most likable person of all time. And to hear him get choked up talking about his mom and and how much it meant for him, for her, his family, his friends to see his clip go viral of his block and and be on ESPN and and to get choked up about that. That was really, really cool. I am a huge John Campbell Jr. fan. I see why he came to Tennessee outside of, of the football on the football field. Um, and you look at Miami, and they're doing a buy one, get one right now. So if you buy a ticket to the Texas A&M game this weekend, but to, I mean, Texas A&M is ranked, then right. you'll, get, you'll get a free ticket for the Miami-Georgia Tech game. I think it was October the 7th. 
That's crazy. It's not like that's crazy. Oh, buy this ticket to Austin P this weekend and you get to come to the Yukon game in November or or you get to come to the Vanderbilt game to to end the season. It's it's Texas A&M. Texas A&M, who is a top 25 football team. And then who'd you say the other game was? Virginia Tech? No. They get so if they buy a ticket to the Texas A&M game, they get a free ticket to the Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech. And that's a conference game. A conference game. So they, yeah, they give they you you buy one, you get one, and those two games include a conference game and a big non-conference game versus a ranked opponent from the SEC. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I like Mario Cristobal. I I just everybody's talking about Clemson dynasty being dead. I I think the Miami dynasty is dead. I, I know technically it's been dead for a while, but everybody thinks that the U can get back to what it was. Back in the day, I don't think the U will ever get back to what it was just because nobody cares. Nope. Yeah, hard to say that they will. I mean, if one of your own can't generate butts in the seats, the only hope I got for you, Miami, is probably Lane Kiffin. Outside of that, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Bruce in South Carolina says, will we rush for 300 yards and have at least two running backs over 125 yards? Uh, Yeah. They should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting that. Uh, Bulldog Bryant, is the Dabo dynasty over, or can Clemson turn it around? Is it over? It's over if he doesn't change his ways. I, I don't think he can get back to competing for a national championship and unless he starts pursuing kids in the transfer portal. And also maybe change the the way he goes about recruiting high school players as well. I, I think if he's going to get back to competing for natties, that that's that's got to change. It's a really tough question because I mean, Clemson last year was in the thick of things. I mean, they really were, just like Tennessee was in the thick of things. Dabo is in some trouble. Not like he's going to get fired or anything, but I don't know if he's going to adapt. I don't know if he's going to change. I don't see it happening. His talent level is not where it used to be. You're not going to out-recruit all the same schools that you did when you were winning championships. Tennessee is not going to just let you come in their backyard and get players like that anymore nil is making it harder to go inside of the state other states around the country and grab players i mean tennessee couldn't even get a player from missouri from missouri and tennessee was the only school not able to get players from missouri but hey it's harder now and so with that being said you have to be willing to go into the portal Something that Dabo doesn't like. DJ Uwe Ungle is no longer there. Offensively, you score seven seven points. All the blame is put on DJ. Last year, the year before that, he ain't there. Same offensive problems. You got a new offensive coordinator. Garrett Raleigh came over from TCU, and TCU was amazing on offense last year. Only constant is Dabo. So, 
Will he change? I, I don't know, man. And he's ruined back-to-back quarterbacks. I mean, that that obviously plays a, a part as well. If if DJ Uwe Ungalale pans out the way that he was projected to, and and it's San Jose State, but DJ Uwe Ungalale in his first game at, at Oregon State looked like a completely different quarterback. Yep. And 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 that's getting away from that. But we'll we'll see what his season looks like again. It was San Jose State. But still, even at Clemson, when they were playing the San Jose States of the world, he didn't look as good as he did this past Saturday. And, and Cade Klubnick was a big-time quarterback, and I, I can kind of see why with the athleticism, but the, they they have not developed under this Clemson offense, which has certainly contributed to their issues. Whereas Deshaun Watson and, and Trevor Lawrence, like those guys may, maybe covered up a, a maybe. lot for Dabo. Maybe. He did cover well, it, a lot. I don't want to say that neither of those that, – that one's a weird conversation to me because, like, on one hand, both of them are generational talents and seemed ready to play. Not seemed. They were ready to play as true freshmen. But also, like, I don't want to say that Dabo didn't develop them either because they, they did seem to get better throughout the course of their career at Clemson. Every great player covers up things. So it's not – to say that Dab- that uh, Lawrence and Watson covered up things the way that Dobbs covered up things here at Tennessee, great players just make you look better as a coach. Simple yes. as that. Well, I also have no idea what Dabo is doing at the receiver position, which is the position that he played. I mean, they, they lack so much talent at receiver right now. I mean, we at 247 Sports, we did a whole article this week on receivers that – should have transferred to Clemson that that Dabo should have gone after in the portal that ended up elsewhere listed off 10 receivers that, that would have been good for Clemson in, in the portal uh so that that has also contributed the the offensive line has taken a step back the last couple of years that that offense has has gone from being fun to watch to to being absolutely miserable to watch yeah uh Brian Hussucker says prime to the U coach prime to the U now yeah but- Kiffin or Coach Prom to the U, that would probably put more butts in the seats. Um, what he's done in Colorado in one week has been has been spectacular. Um, he's about to spank Nebraska this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's my thought. Okay. I don't see Billy Napier working out at Florida at the current moment on September 7th. Don't put this in my universe. Does Dion hold out for the... For the Florida job. Now, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that I don't ever see Miami getting back to to being what Miami once was. I do think if there's maybe a guy that could do it, it's it's Dion because all the talent would be coming to or and staying down there in, in South Florida, and that would certainly put butts in the seats. I would think Dion being at Miami, so I do think Dion could get Miami back. But I I think he, he could also hold out, and I, I think Florida's probably an easier job than – I mean, he's he's got the number one overall player, quarterback, in, in the class of – 25. I think it's 25. Mm-hmm. Taking a visit. Next year's class. I mean, he's, he's going to visit uh, Colorado this weekend or next weekend. So if, if he was at Florida, Florida or Miami, I, I think he'd be a big problem for everybody. Yeah, I don't want to see him in Florida. I don't either. But I, I would love to see him in Miami. That would be that would be amazing. Yes, that would be especially amazing. from the Tennessee 
Florida rivalry perspective, uh, Dion would make life very, very. Mike Norvell is already making life tough on on Florida. Mike Norvell at Florida State and Dion at Miami would make life really tough on Florida. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Florida's gonna fire Bill Napier after this year, man. Thirty one no. million dollar buyout. I don't see it. No, I was saying wait next year maybe next year yeah, year. yeah. yeah. Well, and also mario cristobal is not going anywhere billy no. napier is likely to leave florida before uh, mario cristobal no I, I i'm with you i i agree with you i don't see miami coming open i mean i they're top 25 football team right now it's it's just i don't i don't know that we're gonna see them win a national championship anytime soon no i mean they've done a good job of recruiting um but they they are far away uh, Crystal Ball had a lot of turnover with his staff uh, from last year to this year. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, man. Uh, there, 865-255-03 uh, is, is our telephone number. I want to tell you about Mind Body Wellness here in Knoxville, uh, Tennessee. The website, mindbodyknoxville.com. Go there, schedule a mental wellness assessment. We know how mental illness can dictate every aspect of our lives, uh, making it sometimes just really hard to function doing everyday activities. This is why Mind Body and Wellness, Mind Body Wellness, excuse me, offers effective mental health treatment in an outpatient setting. I have experienced the benefits of therapy myself. Um, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to let down your guard, put down that wall, and talk to someone about things that are bothering you. Um, men who are the leaders of your household, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on you. Take care of things. Take care of the people uh, that you love in, in your house. And it's okay to say, you know what, man? I, there's a lot of weight on my shoulders. I need someone to talk to. Man, my work is, is really frustrating. Uh, there's a family issue going on maybe there's a death in the family and you haven't quite processed it uh the, the way that you need to to be productive maybe there's some trauma that you have not worked out and sorted out yet and it's affecting you every single day talk to someone please you are worth it mind body wellness they're accessible they are affordable they are available go to the website mind mindbodyknoxville.com that is mind body wellness their website again mindbodyknoxville.com all right we'll get back to the text box tennessee happy state no austin p i wouldn't mind playing happy state this week be a better test better test. Play north carolina this week that'd but, be a fun game but austin p the governors this week and then next week, it's a swamp trip. Play those Gators. When we come back, man, let's point out some of the best games of the weekend. What are you looking forward to seeing outside of Tennessee, Austin P? You're always in scout mode if you are an SEC football fan. Ben McKee, Go Vols 247. I'm Jason Swain. Hope you have a great five minutes or so. We'll be right back.
What's up, Swain Event family? It's great to be on board. This is Taylor Hawkins with Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, and I have one question for you. When was the last time you have slowed down and evaluated your financial situation? Just like the Vols, a great game plan leads to victory. Let us help you achieve your financial goals with a custom-made game plan. No matter what stage of life you're in, protecting your family and hard-earned money is important. So let one of our local and trusted financial professionals secure your future by visiting one of our 10 branch offices across Tennessee or give us a call locally at 865-312-5638. And remember, go Vols. Registered representative and investment advisor, representative offering securities and advisory services through NWA Financial Services, Inc., a wholly owned subsidiary of Modern Woodmen of America, member of INCRA, SIPC. Hey there, Swain Event fam. If you're currently renting and just about priced out of your place, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897. You may be able to buy a home and have monthly payments less than your rent. And wouldn't you rather pay your own mortgage than someone else's? Hope to hear from you soon and go Vols. Here in Knoxville, we love it when a squirrel's in the checkerboards. But when there's a squirrel in our attic, that's all sides. When that happens, call Alpha Wildlife. They're Knoxville's veteran-owned and operated wildlife removal company. When unwanted critters put their feet up on your coffee table, call 865-224-6555. Let the Tennessee fans at Alpha Wildlife evict those unwanted tenants and set your home up with a winning defense to keep that wildlife where it belongs. That's Alpha Wildlife at 865-224-6555. They have locations in Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, and in parts of South Carolina. Check them out online at alphawildlife.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss stem cell treatment and PRP. If you have orthopedic injuries, you should give them a call. That's right, Jason. We specialize in regenerative non-surgical orthopedics. So we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints by using ultrasound-guided injections with stem cells or PRP. And this form of treatment actually stimulates the body's own reparative process and allows for healing of the damaged tissue. So, Doc, what makes your training different than others? Well, Jason, I've been practicing in Knoxville for 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. At Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own bone marrow stem cells or PRP. So in other words, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, trsportsmedicine.com, East Tennessee's leader in PRP and stem cell therapy. When you are craving some quality barbecue, there's only one place to go. Dead End Barbecue. Dead End Barbecue has been featured on ESPN's Taste of the Town, the first barbecue restaurant on the SEC Network, CBS Sports, Headline News Tailgate Show, Amazon Prime's The Restaurant Comeback, Food Paradise, and named one of the top 100 barbecue restaurants in America. The search is over. Dead End Barbecue is located on 3621 Sutherland Avenue right here in Knoxville. You can even have it delivered right to your door through Chow Now. Visit their website at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook. Show's not over. We here. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. I know you're just ready to to get rid of me this this morning and, oh. and move on. 
uh, with your day and, and and move on to to more important people that that you deal with on a on a daily basis now. Uh, and glasses? that leads me to something that I want to share. I'm ignoring whatever you just said. That leads me to something that I would, I wanted to share okay. and bring up, and that is the great Jennifer Morris. There is no better realtor in the Knoxville area, and I cannot encourage you enough to reach out to Jennifer if you are looking for a new home. Uh, she just wanted to give a quick shout out today. She wanted to thank TC in Athens, good friend of the show, TC in Athens, for referring a wonderful couple to her recently. Uh, she got them under contract on a home last Friday, and she loves how, how the Swain Event fam supports her and the rest of the sponsors. It means more to her than you all know. So again, if you're in the Knoxville market, be sure to reach out to Jennifer Morris. She is the best. Well, I'm all for you, big boy, the mic and the segment to share with the good people about Jennifer Morris. I'm all I'm all good about that. All good about that. Did you just put on glasses during the break? Or you had those on the whole time? Uh, I put them on during the break. See, I I need to, I need them on, but I the the glare. I try to avoid the glare, so I I, I take them off while while we're not in commercial. Man, so so so. You put on the glasses to read? Yes. <laughs> Man, you're getting old, bro. Well, typically I have my fast. glasses on at all times. You get old when, fast. Oh, well, I wear them at, yeah, I mean, that I am old, but I do wear them all the time when I'm at home. So I, I just, the only reason I have them off now is to avoid the glare. Hold on, let me, let me read that. Hold on, let me get my, let me, <laughs> let me get my glasses. Okay. Let me get... <laughs> I, I was, oh, okay. I was reading. Okay, I can I, see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading Twitter in between in between segments. I had to put on my glasses to read Twitter. I am getting old. Hey, Ben, look at this tweet. Hold on, let him put my, hold on, let him put my glasses on first. Oh I, man, he I, said that. Oh man, I already have squinty eyes. My my face has gotten a little fatter <laughs> the last couple of months, and I can't see. So I, I need my glasses. Oh man, I don't know what you're paying talking about over here in this text box. Do Do you see this? Put your glasses back on so you can read it. <laughs> Put your glasses back on. <laughs> Which there's two chip pain messages. The one at eight fifty four. Uh, can I read it out loud? I mean, please. I don't know what he's talking about. Speaking of Alabama, I'm not a fan of when people other than an Alabama fan says the word B underscore M underscore. When referring to Alabama, I can't believe you say it either. I've been disgusted with you on that subject. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Chip Payne. You're, you're going to need to educate at least me. Sounds like you're going to need to educate the both of us. Uh, I, I'm not understanding what he's referring to. We, what are we supposed to call them? Bama is short for Alabama. Uh, I see what he's saying. You're smarter than me. Huh? So you're smarter than me. You understood what he was referencing. Champagne, what's the problem? Champagne, you find like the smallest things to complain about. You've been on Twitter too much. Yeah, Champagne, get off the... uh, the, There's two... There's two timelines on Twitter. There's the for you that suggests 
tweets and then there's the following switch over to the following so so you don't read the the tweets that you don't need to be reading the the for you timeline it it can, it throws things on there that you don't need to be reading what the hell's got in the chip pain it triggers him that we say bama instead of alabama huh it's hard for him to even write that word So, hey, what do you what do you call Georgia? You just say Georgia. You say UGA. I mean, how do we identify the, the other team? Oh, oh, I know what Chip Payne wants to do. I know what Chip Payne wants to do. He wants to be like Bush Jones. He wants to call him the red team. All right, Chip, you call you call him the red team, Chip. Go ahead, you you call him the red team if that's what you want to do. He wants us to use proper pronouns. You say they. All right, Chip, you say they, then we'll know who you're talking about. Them. You you say them. D-E-M. Them. You say them, and we'll know who you're talking about. They can't even say Bama. Ain't like we saying their two-worded catchphrase that everyone says. And like we saying that, no, we saying Bama, which is short for Alabama. It's literally in the word of the state. Chip is on the edge, man. Chip, Chip, Chip's Austin ready for Pee-wee, that Pee-wee, game in the Chip. swamp next Saturday night. Yeah, like Chip, it's Austin P week. <laughs> you ain't gonna make it to Gator week, man. At this at this rate, you need to tone it down, Chip. Get you a shot of some Jack Daniels or some moonshine or something. My goodness, let's get to the phones. Good morning. I call Georgia a trash fan base, so that's just me. Well, I mean, that's it. You can do that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Ballstorm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to call Bama? But Bama? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. The red team. Good Lord, all the boomer moments between Chip Payne's uh, message on the text box and uh, Ben learning that he's actually getting older. By the day. Oh, I already know I'm getting older. Father I look time at my, is undefeated. Yeah, I look at my head and my belly every morning and every night. I know I'm getting older. That, that, hey, that's just a dad syndrome setting in for you. Buddy, you have an idea. <laughs> oh, he has an idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know technically you do. <laughs> yeah, after a while, you're like, you know, I might need to do something about this. <laughs> yes, that that was my thought at the end of July and beginning of uh, fall camp. Oh my goodness, guys! I think uh, I think Dabo's hurting, man, because he ain't going to change, and college football is already passing him up. Yep, look how Florida State got so much better in two years. I mean, they've been a top five team in the portal. Tennessee's been well, a really look good at team. Colorado, in the huh? Yeah, Look at Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Completely flipped the roster, and then they go out and beat TCU, which I think TCU was overrated. But mm-hmm. I do too, but they did play in the national championship game. Dude, they won one game last year. How many and of those players were... got back, though? It, okay, that's fine. I'll give you that point. But Colorado had a brand-new roster, 
first game, brand new system, at least those guys at TCU playing in a system that's familiar to them, at least on one side of the football. Yeah, but Colorado is more talented. Maybe so. It, it, it definitely seems that way. And what, they were like 20-point underdogs too, right? No, 21, yeah. Yeah, and, and everybody's mad at Dion for running his mouth. Shoot, I saw one tweet, and I, I wanted to retweet it so bad. It it said, if I was 21-point underdogs and everybody been talking about how my football team's not going to be good all offseason long, and my son is the quarterback and went and threw for 1,000 <laughs> yards to, to win the game as those 21-point underdogs, I'd, I'd still be talking too. And his other son but on defense. I, yeah. Another team of tackles, right? <laughs> he did. While Travis Hunter was look, falling out on each side of the ball. Look, anybody that's followed Dion for any amount of time, I, I followed it back when he was the, still with the Falcons in the 90s. Dion's going to run his mouth. Yep. That's just what he does. Yep. You're not going to change that. Yep. So, yeah, he's 21-point underdogs. And then they go in and beat him and run up stats. Of course he's going to run his mouth. I like Dion. I, I'm I'm Team Dion right now. I, I I just I said it on Tuesday. I, I like the way that he he genuinely cares about the kids and and wants to develop them as football players and and young men. This isn't a, a show for him. This isn't for publicity. Like he truly has a, a desire to coach. He he believes that coaching is his calling. Yeah, the media will flip on him soon. Just they will. They're, yeah, they're kind of already yeah. are. That that's going to be the problem. It's coming. Dion's going to find out that uh, the media is not going to cater to him if he starts picking on them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, but before when he was a player, it was cute, it was funny. But when you're a coach and you're out there picking on the media, that's not going to last long. Yep. Guys, before I go. Um, let let let's stop picking on whoever sent out the tweet about the Titans. I mean, he's got to uh, get his vacation plans ready for next week. See you, boys. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, Charlie Burris. Woo! My man Buck. My man Buck. Went Buck on, on Charlie. I saw that clip. Woo! Good boy. Yeah, I'm going to keep it moving. See, mm-hmm. Mac, what do I say to Dion when I see him in Boulder this weekend? Look forward to Colorado versus Virginia game this weekend. I don't know. See, Mac, say what's up. Say what's up. Don't, don't say Bama because Chip Payne may, may, may send you a text message and threaten <laughs> you, but I mean, I don't know what you should say. Rev says, I'm happy for Dion, but Nebraska about to humble Colorado on Saturday. Did you watch the Nebraska offense against Minnesota last Thursday night? They got a quarterback that can run. That's it. I. We'll we'll see what happens. I think that that'd be a really really fun game. I'm I'm excited for for that one. I I, I mean obviously Nebraska is very capable of of beating Colorado, and I, I like Matt Rule. I I think he's going to do pretty good things at at Nebraska. I, I don't think that he's going to get them back to what they were in the '90s, but he, he's a good football coach and and he'll be successful there. 
but it, it's just hard not to to see the offensive firepower that Colorado has and not think that they're going to light up Nebraska, who struggles to score points. You know, Although that that Colorado defense is is not not the best, obviously. So uh, maybe Nebraska is able to find some success against that Colorado defense. Matt Rule has some comments about Deion Sanders during the summer. Deion's gonna have them boys ready to play. He's gonna use that as fuel. Matt Rule has been talking real real nice this week because he plays Colorado, but he didn't have that same energy a couple weeks ago. Jeff Morris says, "You better watch out, Swain. You'll be wearing trifocals before you know it." 40 is around the corner. Um, I hope not. I hope not. Neil and Mafia, no top 10 team has any business playing App State early in the season. Nope. No, no, nah. We saw App State, what they did to Texas A&M last year. We experienced almost a, a defeat. 2016. So, no. Austin P. I just got the two mixed up. That's all. But I wouldn't mind playing Happy State. I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't mind it. It'd be a good game. I think Tennessee's at a place where they, they should win. Like, Happy State beat AM last year that was dysfunctional and almost beat a Tennessee team in 16 that was dysfunctional. People just didn't know it at that time. That's not the case at Tennessee right now. Yeah, so yeah, it may be a tougher game than playing against Virginia, but I don't think Tennessee's losing that game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Hit us up on the Betty Chevrolet text box, BettyChevrolet.com. One last segment. Tennessee, Austin P this weekend. 5 p.m. debuting the Contras Holloway smoky gray uniforms. It's been a weird sale, but I like them. I'm not that passionate about the uniforms one way or the other at this moment. Just give me the, the performance. Just give me the dub. 865-255-03. Be right back. Hey, Knoxville, we all know the importance of mental health. Most people don't have regular mental health care. They often wait. Let's change that. Isn't it time we all consider our mental health as important as our physical health? If you are ready, Mind Body Wellness in Knoxville can help you design a plan for your mental wellness. We are accessible, affordable, and available. You are worth it. Visit mindbodyknoxville.com to schedule a mental wellness assessment today. It is so good to be here with Charlie Pratt with Modern Woodman and MWA Financial Services. And Charlie, you have a passion for helping and working with East Tennesseans. Why is that? Man, I was born and raised here in Knoxville. Uh, my family's owned a business here since the 1920s. I played football at Central High School and Maryville College. I'm just really proud to work in East Tennessee. What are you the most proud of? We do a really good job of meeting people where they're at on their financial journey. I've got clients uh, that are just now starting out. I've got clients that are in the middle of saving and doing a great job. And I've got clients who have worked really hard their whole lives and it's time for them to enjoy their retirement. 
It's my job to make sure their money lasts as long as they do in retirement and they're able to leave a legacy for their family. So with that being said, what are the next steps? Let's sit down and take a look at your financial plan. Give me a call, 865-919-6468. Registered representative and investment advisor, representative offering securities and advisory services through NWA Financial Services, Inc., a wholly owned subsidiary of Modern Woodman of America, member of INCRA, SIPC. Dead End Barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event. Go to deadendbbq.com to learn more or call 865-414-9417. Dead End Barbecue, the catering search is over. Guys, let me talk to you here. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just want the convenience of an at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy shipping your treatments directly to you with the peace of mind of monitored treatment. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome! I'm going straight to the Baby Chevrolet text box. Ben McKee, go Vols 247. I'm Jason Swain, live in the Low T Center studio. Rodney Nostel says, did you all get to the NIL deal at Florida? The clause about the 15% NFL earnings. No, we did not get to that, um, but this looks bad on the University of Florida, but it's really not the University of Florida. Um, Javon Dexter, who was drafted by my Chicago Bears in the second round, when he was with Florida, he signed an NIL deal with big league advanced fund BLA and the agreement was that he would have to pay 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings over the next 25 years in exchange for a one-time payment of $436,000 now Dexter did sign a four-year deal with the Bears valued at $6.72 million. Uh, Florida representative said that the deal was a predatory loan, and it does go against Florida law. So I know you had the whole Jalen Rashada thing that happened with the Florida's NIL uh, collective, and that exploded. And there's a lot of egg on the face of Florida, and they were a laughing stock of college football. But this is this is a little bit different. This is not on Florida, but at the same time, I think it's important for these institutions, these programs, to make sure that they educate their players as best as they can to avoid situations like this. So, in a way. Maybe it reflects Florida a little bit, but it's not the same. It's unfortunate, though. But that's hap- That's what happens when you have a future. These agents, these financial advisors, they see dollar signs on you. And 
they take advantage of you because you don't have the education. So that's why a guy like Lamar Jackson looks smart because he did his own deal. And he didn't let anybody else do it for them. C-Mac, so are we going to see a Tyler Bray passing the torch to Nico hype video next year? Or did or did hype really say there's no plans to redshirt Nico? Nope. Nope. Why, why redshirt Nico? Why? No one played in the country according to on three last year. A top 100 player, top 25, top 10 player according to 247. He ain't going to be here four years. Unless something bad happened, an injury, or he just you know, flopped, which I don't see that. So there's there's no way he's going to be here four years. So who cares if he does a red shirt? Plays this year, next year he'll be a true sophomore. He'll have next year as a starter, and then the year after that, that's a junior. We expect him to be here after that? I don't. Ben, do you do? Do, do you expect no. him to be here after his junior year? No, no, I agree with with everything you just said. If if he's here after his junior season, then something went wrong. And if he is here after his junior season, okay, he has a senior season. Then he'll go then. But if he can't go to the league after three years of being a starter, something's wrong. I, I can I can give you two. But what if it's not two? What if it's three? Which is still good. Which is awesome. You don't have to leave early. You can you can you can stay all four years. Cool. There's no reason to redshirt Nico. He need to play. Let him play. He's ready. Play him. So not surprised that we heard that from Josh Hyper. Big Shot Rob says uh, Colorado got Juju Mitchell. Now they're good at linebacker. I saw where uh, the linebacker coach of Colorado said that, um, man, he's he's going to be in the rotation in game two. He's picking up on things really, really fast. Uh, he was on special teams in the first game. Remember, he got dismissed right before, like during fall camp at Arizona State. Hopped on with Colorado, and he's gonna play. He's gonna play week two. So I wish him, I wish him the best. Didn't work out here, in Tennessee. Didn't work out in Texas. Hopefully, being coached by a guy like Dion and that staff, it's it's able to bring the best out of him. Chip Payne says that he's really disappointed in me. After all we've been through, this is how I do him. Thumbs down. Chip, what did I do? What did I do, Chip? I can't even say Bama without being accused of doing something wrong. Chip, what's wrong, man? Something's wrong with Chip. Did a Georgia fan do something to you down there in Noonan? Chip has been on one today. Georgia just didn't look good in the first half against UT Martin, and that bothered Chip. I guess so. I'm sorry, Chip. I, I could be the bigger person here. Central Florida Vol says Dexter was warned by his high school coach and he didn't listen. Well, uh, 
everybody wants to to get money as as quick as they can and don't don't think about the the ramifications that that could be on the back end that's why you shouldn't really 1000% base decisions on money chip max i called him bush jones okay which is probably fair you're right yeah you're right chip i crossed the line i'm sorry i'm sorry you owe chip dead end now I got you, Chip. You deserve that. That was that was that was that was wrong of me. I want to sincerely apologize, Chip. That was not good. My bad. My bad. All right, Ben. Who are you looking for this Saturday? I know it's Austin P. Um, we have we have one game under our belt. We saw a lot of players stand out. Tennessee had two players um, to receive SEC honors: Joe Milton, offense; uh, Tyler Barron on defense. What are you looking for on Saturday? Uh, the, those things that you mentioned off the top of the show. I, I just want to see a a more clean game offensively and on special teams. Th- those are really the the main things. The only things that I'm looking for with Tennessee starters. I mean the the difference in talent and ability in this football team in this football game, I, I don't know that it could be greater. I mean, Tennessee, where Austin P struggled in its opener against Southern Illinois last week and, and was down pretty big in, in that football game. Uh so I I mean I think that Tennessee gets better going up against one another in practice doing eleven on eleven work than than going up against Austin P. So I, I'm not really really looking for anything from the the starters. I'm looking for them to stay healthy uh, and, and clean up the things that you can control, even against lesser talented teams like you talked about earlier. Uh, with the receivers, it, it seemed like Josh Heupel was not happy with their ability to to recognize some things, whether that be uh, coverages or nuances within their routes or, or their responsibility. So even if Austin P is much worse than you, you can still dictate your responsibility and how you go about handling your responsibility based on what Austin P is giving you from a coverage standpoint. Uh, if if you are a receiver or a back or a tight end, uh, so those things more so than than anything else, just just cleaning up the things that that need to be cleaned up that don't really have anything to do with the physicality of the game. Uh, I'm I'm more excited to see what a lot of these young guys do and, and look like when they get into the game. I, I think when Nico gets in the game, they they have to be able to to let him play. Let let him play. Don't don't let him hand it off three times and hope you get a first down or hand it off three times and then punt the football away. Let him operate the offense because he is a play in the first quarter away next weekend in the swamp from having to to be the guy that leads Tennessee to a win in the swamp for the first time in a billion years. Heck, Cedric Tillman got hurt against Akron last year. Nobody saw that coming. Just and say you want to throw the ball, Ben. Just, just say that. What's that? Just say you want to see Nico throw the ball and, and, and throw touchdowns. Just say that. I, I, I do. I want to see him be able to operate the offense. Well, you can operate the offense and still run the football. You can have run checks where you go from pass to run because of of – players that's in the box. And that technically would be operating the offense, but I know what you're trying to say. 
you you want to see Nico throw that football down the football. I want to see Nico play football, not just manage the game to try to get the game to to four zeros on on the scoreboard. Not not just put Nico in to to get the game over. I, I want to see him operate the offense because, like I was saying, Tillman got hurt against Akron last year. Nobody saw that coming, and it practically ended his season. Joe Milton could roll his ankle handing the football off on Saturday and not be able to play against Florida. And then all of a sudden, Nico has to start in the swamp. So uh, allow him to get as as many valuable reps, as much of a valuable rep as he can get with it being Austin P. And then like Elijah Herring, those guys, they're, they're taking on bigger roles. I want to see them grow more comfortable within their new roles. All right, let's get let's get a phone call in here. Good morning. Who do we have with us? Hey guys, it's Rusty. Hey, I just Rusty. wanted to, uh, what up, man? Just, uh, I wanted to maybe try to defend Chip. I don't know if it's, I don't know what he's saying for sure, but I'm thinking he's thinking that we shouldn't call them Bama. When we refer to Alabama, we should refer to them maybe as the Gumps or the Bammers. Cause they love to say Bam or they, they say it like Bammer. So that's, I think that's what he's getting at and, and, and never refer to Georgia as anything but the Barkers. They're, I mean, that's, that's an easy one. Don't don't give them the don't give them the satisfaction to call them UGA or or any of that stuff. Just call them the Barkers. What if, what if I'm on a broadcast? Where oh, that's even better. Refer to them as the Bammers and the Barkers for I, sure. I gotta call them by their name, man. I gotta call them Bama. <laughs> I gotta call them Georgia. Call them, no, if you're if Georgia Georgia's fine. Just don't give it. Don't give them the satisfaction to call them UGA like they pride themselves on. And don't give Bama the satisfaction of calling them Bama. Call them Alabama or the Crimson Tide or the the Colt, whatever you want to call them. Bama is shorter for Alabama. I know, but it's I, less energy. It, 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 it's like it's like their it, it's their saying. It's it's their you know. I think that's what Chip's saying. I'm, I'm I don't care what you do. I'm 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 cool with whatever. But I think Chip's saying Bama is like their boastful pride thing of themselves. That's that's their deal. Like. You know, USC, they're USC. They're not Southern California. They're USC, and that's their thing. So every chance I get, I refer to them as Southern Cal, not USC, just because it's shoving it back in their face, their arrogance, or the Ohio State. No, that's, they're Ohio State. No, I don't, I don't say the. That's, that's different. Oh. That's different, right? Oh. I know. I know it is. It's arrogant. And, and Bama, for them, is kind of their arrogant thing, and USC is their arrogant thing because we're not Southern Cal. We're USC, or we're not Central Florida. We're UCF. They hate that stuff at those places. So, I, I kind of get where Chip's coming from. We we we're not we're not as an opposing. I don't want to show them the respect to call them what they want to claim they want to be called. I'm trying. I'm nor trying. do I want to call somebody. Or no, I don't want to. Nor do I want to call a coach, Coach Prime. Yeah, I I ain't really excited about that either. I, I, I'm how trying to much, understand how how much how much did Affleck have to pay Nick Saban in that commercial to call him Coach Prime. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what that check was. I know, right? Still All right, y'all be cool. I love right. y'all. See you, Rusty. From the Alabama fans that I am unfortunately often around, they, they do not view Bama the same way people say the Ohio State or USC or some of these other nicknames. I, I, I've never been around an Alabama fan that was like, oh, we're Bama. Bama's this, Bama's that. LC Vall says, I have lived on the state line for 30 years. And this is the dumbest take I've ever heard. 
this is what LC Ball said on the text box. I, I'm trying to understand it. I, just, I, I don't get it, man. Because you can be Bama traveling. fans don't think about Bama the way it has been described no. this morning. You could just you could be traveling to Alabama and say, "Yeah, I'm, I gotta go to Bama today." Like that don't mean. I'm sorry. That that's different than the Ohio State yeah, or totally USC or, or some of these other nicknames out there. Uh, we'll finish with this one. Uh, Big Shot Rob says, Swain, I was told that Joe looked like old Joe. How did he win an award? You would think after the critis, uh, criticizing folks have uh, been doing that, he ain't played good. That's crazy. It's almost like he played a damn good game with a few throws off target. Crazy. Yeah, if, if you're saying Joe looked like the old Joe, then you stop watching football. Just stop watching. Just watch a different sport. Just watch a different sport. Stop watching football. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to go into details on that. That's silly as hell. It's not even worth acknowledging. It's, that's silly. Joey I, mean, I, I, read it because, I read it because we, you know, uh, uh, Rob hit us up on the text box and he put the energy in to type it in and send it. So I at least want to read it to acknowledge oh, it. Oh, yeah. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to spend any more time on that. We, we, I'm all for acknowledging Rob's message. I'm saying we shouldn't acknowledge those that are saying that Joe didn't play that well yeah, because that's, that's dumb. Couldn't be further from the truth. He he wasn't perfect. He could be better in some areas, but he was pretty dang good on, on Saturday. And Josh Heupel and and Joey Halsley speaking multiple times this week have continued to say publicly that Joe Milton is playing the quarterback position at an elite level right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who played a perfect game honestly uh, on Saturday. It's football. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah, it ain't gonna be perfect. All right, for Ben McKee, I am Jason Swain. So glad that you were able to join us this morning. Five o'clock, Saturday, Austin P, Tennessee, marking the new alternate uniform. Look forward to seeing how they turn out. The weather is getting cooler. It's time to start thinking about your heating system. Last thing you want to do is experience breakdowns when the first temperature drop happens. Luckily, it's half off month at Hiller. Tune-ups are 50% off. This month, Hiller is making it easier than ever to tackle necessary home replacements by giving you 50% off select add-on items. That is Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Hiller's work is backed by their happy you'll be or service is free guarantee. We hope you have a fabulous rest of your Thursday, morning to Friday and the weekend. We will be back on Tuesday morning, 8 a.m., For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Sway. Peace and much love. We are out.